This is Red and ATL Sports Talk with Eugene Morton coming to you live from Atlanta, Georgia. Via iTunes, Stitcher, iHeartRadio, Google Play, Spotify, and I think I said Stitcher, but I, I, I'm going to say it again. I think you did. Okay. <laughs> uh, I can't seem to get this uh, greeting down to save my life. Like I, I keep <laughs> saying it. I've said it over 50 times, yeah. and I still... It's still a work in progress. Oh, no, it's it's. I, and then when more get added, it's going to mess up my now set greeting. I who, need to just write them down and just go down a list. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I need to start adding it to my show notes. So today we're going to talk about Tiger Woods, Chris Sale, his uh, struggles as of late, expensive struggles as of late. Expensive struggles. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, if we have time, we'll get to a little bit of NFL draft talk. But let's start with tiger tiger woods oh were you excited i was now i want to know from your perspective because you mm-hmm. were there right mm-hmm. how was it down there after was it just insane after he won uh well here's here's the the crazy part about that so when i'm down there i'm down there for the entire week yeah. with my job yeah but we're not on course we're just down there in the environment so what is cool is seeing how it's like you know in atlanta when the super bowl came you right. saw how the Super Bowl took over the city yeah. for that, like, maybe a week or so yeah. or a few days. It's fun to go down to Augusta because that's what happens down there. But it, instead of happening down there every few years, it happens every single year. Right. They go down there and it, the whole city is taken over by the Masters. All the newspapers, that whole city yeah. is taken over yeah, by the yeah. Masters. Um, it's nice being in that environment because you definitely are in in the environment. And it did feel more exciting when Tiger was playing in contention. But here's the crazy part. I was so tired. <laughs> I didn't stay around. Like I left early Saturday morning, like oh. about 4 a.m. Okay. And got back uh, like I want to say 6 or 7 a.m. Sunday morning, you know. So I left early Sunday morning, I should say. Okay. Saturday Saturday evening to people like me who keep late schedules. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but it was like four o'clock in the morning Sunday and got back six o'clock in the morning. And when I got back, of course, I slept because I was I was uh, super tired. Yeah. And that's when I heard that Tiger won. But seeing him in contention changes the it changes the theme and energy down there, because a lot of times the past few years I've been going Tiger hasn't been in contention, but even when he plays, it changes everything. Yeah. You know, and they were saying, I was watching something on, uh, I think it was on ESPN and they were talking about how the third most watched golf, the third most watched golf tournament. I want to say, I'm not sure if this, if it's just this year or the last few years was the replay of tigers, um, tiger winning it. Oh, wow. Right. The replay itself. Just to show you how much, how big Tiger is to golf. It's like the, the most recent one? Mm-hmm. They replayed it. They replayed it, was, it, and it was like one of the most watched watch golf tournaments. That's amazing. Well, I mean, while you were sleeping, just watching that back nine was just, it was like, it was like that old Tiger magic. Was really? Back. It was just. So you watched live. You watched it. I did. I did. I was just, I had to, I mean, because when I realized so I watched something else and I realized and then and there was like, oh, they had to push the start times up because of the weather. Right. And and so when he was there and he was like 11 under, because I kind of was paying attention to it, but it wasn't really. But then when I found out he was 11 under. So when did you, when did you peak up 
to 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 start watching uh i started what hole was it um right before was it on sunday though yeah it was on sunday okay so it's kind of i started watching the uh, was it was it nine or ten that whole nine or ten when he was really starting is that back nine those mm-hmm. back nine holes that's when i really got into watching it it was just it was it was just it was just so magical and that when he and you know he's feeling it when um i don't know if you i know you were i know you're sleeping i don't know if you saw the replay on 16 mm-hmm. where he hit that drive and he's sitting there talking to the ball like and he's like he's crouched down he's talking to it and he's like and yeah, I don't know. Maybe he's trying to Jedi mind trick the ball into going in or whatever. He's doing that tiger Jedi mind trick, but it was just, and then, you know, so he birdied there. So he's up, I think he was up by one and one or two, then 17, he was up by two. And it's like, that was it. I mean, he bogeyed 18, but who cares? You know? Right. Right. <laughs> yeah, at that point, you know, if you, it's like, he's like Michael Jordan. If you give him a stroke lead or two stroke lead, he's winning. There's just, do you think he gets back that same Tiger mystique? You know, that the mystique they used to scare other golfers just walking on a course with Tiger. Well, he he get, who was it? Um, and I'll probably butcher his poor name, but you could tell. Was it? Is it Mono, Molinari? Molinari. Molinari. You could tell Molinari. on twelve when he when he hit hit the ball in the water, and then like as soon as he hit that ball in the water, Tiger like really made the commentators made a made a comment about it too. They were like, he like, like did like a jump step, like almost like, Oh, I got to get up here now and shoot because this is, he knew that was his opportunity opportunity to get in there and, and just, okay, all I have to do is par and he's going to, and I'll be, you know, I'd be tied or have a lead at that point. And that was it. But yeah, you could kind of tell after that, after that, after 12 and you know, he, you could tell it was unraveling. I mean, it's gotta be, you've got to have, nerves going against that guy i think so too because when you're a person like tiger and you have a crowd following you every shot you make is going to elicit a certain cheer and i'm pretty sure when you're making great shots other golfers on the course hear it oh yeah no oh they were they were had yeah i mean he was hitting those great shots like other other guys had to stop like the crowd <laughs> was so loud and i felt bad because when um it pronounced his name for me again. Uh, I don't want Molinari. Yeah, when he hit the ball in the water, I felt bad because there was people who cheered. <laughs> Not a huge oh, cheer. You know they were pushing for Tiger. Oh yeah, but we're it's all like oh, Tiger, no, 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 no. It's, I felt bad for him a little bit, but not you know not really because well, I'm kind of going for. Uh, obviously, we're all going for Tiger, but it yeah. makes you feel any better too. Tigers, you know, from the U.S. Molinari's not not yeah. from this, not from the states. That's right. So we were also you could just say that it was rooted in uh, pre, uh, patriot pride there. Now looking at these notes, um, we see this is first mas- first Masters win since two thousand and five. How many Masters wins is that for him? Is that like four? I think it's four. I want to say it's four. I'm gonna have to look that up. Yeah, I'm not. I am not 100 percent on that. I think it's four. All right. So you can go down the rest of the, your your notes here. Yeah, I mean it's just if you just look at the notes. My one of my favorite ones is where was it? Um, you know, the three, the three, thirty nine hundred, three, three thousand nine hundred fifty five days since his last major. That's insane. Right. And I thought I had the ranking in here when his last ranking. Uh, did I have it in this one? No, but there was one I had. There was one stat I couldn't find it. It was like his ranking in in 2017 was it was like some crazy number. It was like 
seven thousand or seventeen hundred or something like that in the in the world at that point. Right. Right. And after this win, he's like number number seven or he's like in the top ten again. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. And this four master wins. Four master wins. Wins. He's two behind Jack. I mean, yeah. If you just look. Oh yeah, then that gets us to the conversation about Jack again. You know, oh, and I'm there for that because um, Jack won his last major in '86. That was with uh, that was at the Masters, and he has six of those. So, and 18 majors overall, and majors for the uninitiated are the four major golf tournaments that are played every year. Uh-huh. That's, uh huh. That's the Masters. We're gonna do it in order of appearance. Masters in April, the PGA Championship in May. U.S. Open in June and the Open Championship in July. So those are the majors. Jack has 18, which is the record. His last one at 46. Uh, Tiger is 43 now and has 15 majors. Do you think he catches them or not? I think, I mean, the way he was, so the way he was driving the ball too. I mean, he was hitting it like like almost five, five, ten years ago, Tiger Woods. Mm -hmm. I mean, he was... They were comparing him to he's actually was tying like he was in the same contention as the as a top driver at the Masters that day. And I always thought if he was going to win a major, it wouldn't be the Masters because you've got to be able to drive the ball in the Masters. And, right. And obviously his putting his his green his short game has just been phenomenal. He's picked that up. But man, if he can drive it like he's been doing, I mean, who's going to stop him? So if you got he's got the drive again. Okay. He's got he's always at the short game. Right. So right. Um, he's phenomenal at that. I mean, he can read, he can read greens better than like just anybody out there. I mean, that's, which is kind of what your game has to go to when you're getting older and you don't have, you can't drive the ball the way right. that you want to, right? you know, but he did. I mean, there was one, there was like one shot he did a, again, or it's like, it was like his 14 or 15 where he, he it looked like he intentionally drove it mm-hmm. to the right of the, um, to the, you know, the right of the fairway and it went into where the crowd was, but the where he hit it, he, so he, he did the same drive they said the day before, and it what it it was almost like he did it on purpose again because it gave him a clear shot to see the green, right? And versus, then from there he can just shoot straight. Yeah, on, he straight, can shoot straight. straight at, yeah, yeah, that makes sense. And it, it, when you see a person like Tiger, who's a master at the game, and especially when you factor in all of these injuries that he's had because. You made yeah. a pretty extensive list here. Yeah, of look injuries. At that. He had a neck injury. To, um, so he won the U.S. Open on a torn ACL. Let's go down from the years. So 2008 wins the U.S. Open on a torn ACL. Which was amazing. Was uh, 2010 like, neck injury. Right. 2011 yeah. sprained MCL. An Achilles. Was that an Achilles injury or a tear on 2011? I think it's just an injury. I, don't, I, didn't, I didn't research that one enough. Okay. I don't think it was a tear. Uh, injury. Uh, again to Achilles injury again in 2012 back surgery 2014 back surgery 2015 back surgery 2017 2019 wins the masters <laughs> <laughs> and sprinkled in there too. look at that 2009 so after you know after the let's say the incident what year know, was that the car crash was 2009 okay so that was when the he had the uh getting chased by the wife and all that stuff, yes. right? Okay. So 2009, he, he went, he's tied for six of the masters. And so, I mean, then, then you've got player of the year of 2009 and player of the year of two twenty. And I put 3013. I meant to put 2013 there, obviously, but and then about nine years of injuries, eight to nine years of injuries. Yeah. So 
he's just it's it's crazy the history because we've has we seen athletes to go through this right we've seen where they've kind of gone either had the domestic issues and maybe and this and also you know just just last was it 2017 the mm-hmm. the mugshot or whatever yep 2017 yeah so but well, that was when he's like on the pills yeah, or something like yeah, that yeah 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 so he's maybe like uh, maybe not I don't want to say substance abuse but we see this narrative right right and they usually don't come back and win not at all. a major anything <laughs> right not usually, a, they barely come back to being upstanding citizens period uh, yeah. you know so that's a struggle but he's he's a rebounded in a huge way and and what do you think about in this country, I always say to my friends, in this country, we athlete worship the same way we, we kind of worship like musicians and stuff yep. like that. Yep. So it's funny and very telling that Tiger can have all these issues that we just laid out, right? Injury issues, then, you know, the ones that he kind of caused himself, the drama issues, and still be rooted for by far more than any other golfer when he touches down. Yeah. You know, as soon as he steps out there, the cheers start. And they don't stop until he walks off. They they continue when he walks off. So they start cheering him when he walks on. Yep. They continue cheering him when he walks off. Yep. You know, when he played 72 holes later, if he, you know, if he makes it Sunday, 72 holes later, he's uh, getting cheered walking off. So I think that's great. John Daly is quoted as saying that he's destined to beat Jack Nicholas's record. Do you feel like it's a foregone conclusion that it's going to happen? I mean, it's, I mean, if you ask me that, like, Couple of years ago, I said no. Of course, yeah, of I mean, course. And a couple months ago, a couple, they, months? A couple of weeks ago, well, for some people. I mean, well, last year you could definitely see that. Okay, we get a, we got. I feel like we did. Get he start a, getting wins again. He last started year? getting wins last year. Okay, yeah. I mean, he was in there. Um, there was definitely the Tiger Watch was there, but mm-hmm. we were wondering if it was going to be more of like out of tournament, out of like out right, of majors. I don't games. think he was winning majors. No, he not just, majors. He was, but, uh, it was but like, he was starting to win win uh competitions yeah yeah so and i thought maybe that's the tiger we were gonna see but man he's only 43 years old Mm. and then jack was 46 when he won that last uh masters yeah i mean there's only only two and and i think i think what he's done well too is realize don't worry about some of these lesser tournaments if my body's not right don't go to it Mm. you know right i think he's doing that a lot better it's kind of like what federer does Roger Federer does not play. He goes, why am I going to waste time on the clay circuit? You know, I'm not good at clay. I've already won the French Open one time. I'm not going to ever win again. Why waste my time with this this part of the season? I'm 37 right. years old, whatever, how old. And so I think Tiger's doing that same thing. Why am I going to waste my time at this? I mean, I want to say nothing tournament, but get be healthier for the majors. Yeah, I, I think he should definitely uh, choose his battles when it comes to which... Um, which energy expenditures he wants to make for which tournaments. Yeah. You know, if you have tournaments that are coming up within close of each other, then maybe he sits one out so he can play that major, you right. know, and then get his body back up to a hundred percent. Because when you get older, it's not just that you're more injury prone. It's the recovery time is a lot longer. You might need a little bit longer to recover and to put it all together, you know? Yeah. So I feel like he has a shot, in my opinion, he's got to win four to pass Jack. Okay, um, three to catch him. Okay, so he has. Wait, wait I thought he was two behind. Is it three? Mm-hmm. It's three. Okay, because he's got. He just won his fifteenth, and Jack has eighteen. Now. Okay, so it would take actually four for him to pass Jack. 
So if he averages, like I said, a, a major one he's major do about major a year for the next four years because he's already got this one right. Yep, uh, he's got the Masters this year. So over the next over the next four, Eugene, he's got to average a major a year, and that'll take him into about forty seven. I can think he can do it. I think it's possible. Yeah. I think it's possible, especially if he keeps uh, working on the short game. And we have to see what this what his drive is going to be looking like here. I mean, if he keeps driving like he did, because I like I said, if I was going to pick a, ma- a major for him to win, Augusta was not going to be the one because you have to be you have to drive. You have to head, head, be good with your driver. You know, Augusta, too, is the only major that's played at a at a fixed course, like only major that's played at the same course every year. All the majors are various courses. Ah, I didn't know mm-hmm. that. The last one is played. The the Open Championship is played at a set of ten different UK courses, like they rotate. I guess I'm not sure how that, those are chose, but um, I think that's the one where they play at St Andrews sometimes. Yeah. The one thing, last thing is the crazy thing is, and I know you have the scores in front of you. So just uh-huh. looking at the, the how many people were so close to him, and that's just another like how he has just that magic about him. Is like. He he can see those leaderboards, and you're walking. Oh, absolutely. You're walking up and going, okay. This person is one shot behind me. This person's two shots behind me. This person three shots. Like those people were still contention, and he can. And he's like, he's Tiger was. He's like, if I've got one or two shots, you're not beating me. I think it's you know that's the part that we were talking about before about the mystique. Like you, yeah. that's a mystique that's still there. Yeah. If this guy's in contention, come Sunday, you know, if he's still playing on Sunday, more or less in contention. Yeah. Then in a situation where you look at that and you have to, it has to be in the back of your mind. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And now it's definitely, it's going to be in the back of your mind. And look at those top scores, those top six scores. Of look US at those golfers. top six. I mean, us golfers go ranging from, uh, they were only two shots back. Yeah. I mean, if you look, you got your person tied for ninth was, was, was two shots. I'm sorry, three shots back. I mean, and it was funny too, watching some of these guys play, I mean, I'm not, I don't know if they knew where Tiger was, but you could see like the guys on the other on their other holes, obviously you could hear the, the Tiger, the roars, right? Mm-hmm. But you could see them trying to force some shots. So you could see that. The mental, it's a mental yeah, game, Eugene. Yeah, yeah, I know. It's a mental I just, game I just, that's, it, being, that's being played yeah. on these players. And it, it's, it's funny that you pointed out, but it's definitely, when you look at it, the top 10 to 11 were only separated by three shots. It's been amazing. It was just amazing. <laughs> awesome. Well, hopefully we'll see what happens. Um, we got three more majors coming up, you know, May, June and July. So we'll see what happens there and we'll come back and revisit it. What do you think about this whole Chris sale situation? I saw that uh, I read an article on this. You know, he signed that extension with the Red Sox. And he played with them um, in a championship run last year. What are your What are your thoughts been? You're more into baseball than I am. Yeah. What What, what have your thoughts? Do you first it, of all, he was going to get the money. He was. Pitchers get the money, bro. They get the money, and and so it doesn't surprise me that he got the extension. I guess it's just the fact that when you are suffering the way he's suffering now, or you know, he's he's he hasn't. I don't think he's had a win this year. Nope. Um, ERA 8.5. Yikes. <laughs> <laughs> when you're suffering like that, then, um, and you're making that kind of money, it exasperates the issue. It exacerbates the issue, I should say. Well, it always goes against my rule of pitching. Don't pay for, don't overpay for a pitcher that's, uh, that's 30 years old. Don't. So what does this deal take him to? 
I don't know how. What's it? What's He's thirty his years old right now. now. Okay, so it's going to take him to 34? 34, You know those pictures, man. They can go. You know what? Randy went into his forties. I I know. I not just, everybody's Randy. I know everybody's Randy. I just like I always hesitate. And plus, he, plus Chris's his body frame is not built like Randy Johnson. He's kind of not at like, all. He's built like almost like me, like a skinny guy. Right. So and early on, they were trying to say. He's trying to slow down his velocity, trying to take some off so he doesn't tire out at the end of the year. But that, so you saw his pitches where it's like low 90s, maybe high, high 80s. Mm-hmm. But now, but now it's like he's 0 and 4. Now it's like, right. Now that narrative, it's like, hmm, I could, I could buy it maybe for the first two games. Maybe you're 0 and, you're 0 and 2 with a 4.5 or mm-hmm. 3.3 or something like that. But you're, Oh, and four and eight and eight and a half ERA. Something's not right there. Do you feel like it's an injury? What what do you feel like it is? I don't. Well, you know, with pitching, just like with golf, it's a it's a mental game. Also, also, yeah. Have you seen pitchers kind of just lose it and regain it throughout the year? Yeah. Where they might go into a slump and it's horrible. Same thing with a hitting slump. You know, baseball is a kind of is a game where no matter how strong or fast you are, it's hard to throw a ball. It's hard to hit a ball. Yeah. So it takes a certain amount of concentration and skill. And when you go into a slump and things are off, you'll go into somebody who just can't buy a hit or some somebody who can't seem to buy a win from a pitching standpoint. And I feel like that's what's going on here with Chris Sell. Yeah. And then you also go on the other side of it. So the Mets, I don't know if you heard this, they put mm-hmm. Jacob DeGrom. Mm-hmm. They've signed him to a very similar um, extension. Uh, and he he's, Got two and two. He's got a lower earner on average. So, and they just signed him to five years. I think it's around the same money. Don't don't have the numbers up top. So, one hundred forty five mil for Chris Chris. Yeah, I think five year one hundred forty five mil. So, I think it's around the same thing for Jacob Deram. So now he has elbow issues, and they're and so and does he, he have, have surgery or anything? they don't know they put him, oh, they put him on disaster. IR. Yes. Oh my god! When did they sign him? This, uh, this, before this year? Before the year? Before the season started? Started off great. Or, you know, had a good start off, start off season. Great. Um, but now they shut him down, put him on an injured reserve, elbow issues, had, had Tommy John in 2010. Did he? Mm-hmm. Mm. So I don't know. So again, like you said, you have to pay some money, but it's like, oh, like when you see that happen and Chris sales and those kind of guys. <laughs> yeah. Because you look at it and you see that they are not getting, uh, they're getting paid. So it just magnifies when you're not being as productive. It doesn't matter even if you're being super productive from just a, a baseball standpoint, but from a pay standpoint. So whenever you're paid like the best people look at you and they expect the best yeah. from you, you know, he's not having, it's not like he's having a, I mean, 0 for 4 is pretty bad, though. I was going to try to find a way to spin this here for him. Yeah, but it may be a thing, too, where the, the Red Sox maybe skip a start for him, get that mental break, mm-hmm. and then, you know, and it may be one of those things, too. He might, and I don't know what his record is when the weather gets warmer. Cause some guys don't like to pitch in the cold. So he may be a guy when the, when the spring starts, when the summer hits in, gets warmer, he'll, he'll get, he can turn it around. Because some guys are not good at pitching in the cold. Right. And he right. pitches in Boston, and it's not very warm up there right now. So how long has he been in the league? It says here he's got 103 wins, uh, 66 losses. Um, ERA our career average is 296. So that eight and a half is crazy. Yeah. Crazy, man. Goodness gracious. Well, 
I mean, here's the hoping that he, he can turn it around. I'm not really a huge Red Sox fan, so it doesn't really matter yeah. a ton. But yeah. this is a fan of just human humanity in general. Here's hoping that he can get that thing turned around at some point this year. I'm not sure if they're going to sit him or or not, you know. But knowing that now his new deal was going to run from 2020 to 2024, um, it's 2019. So we're just getting into <laughs> we're just getting into we're it. just getting into this thing, Eugene. But let's talk about the upcoming draft real quick. Let's get to this. Um, do you think Arizona is definitively taking Kyler Murray at number one? Is that settled in for you? Well, you know, I don't know if you heard this or not, but mm-hmm. Josh Rosen was not on the hype video, the Arizona Cardinals hype video that came out. Seriously, yeah, <laughs> I, I, I didn't know that. Yeah, but I, I know that it's usually not a sign. This for, is a good um, sign for for the athlete. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, I mean, I hope they do because this draft is so boring. I it mean, it's not super I mean, great. It's, it's from just, an offensive. I heard it's a defensive draft. Oh, it's a defensive draft, and I'm I'm hoping the Falcons actually get a good defensive player out of all this. But what position are you hoping for? For for the Falcons? Oh, someone on the line. Definitely for the D line, yeah, D line, yeah, mm. absolutely. Because I've noticed that on on the Falcons, they've been resh- they've been signing a bunch of offensive guys to kind of reshuffle that that line around. What's our the- running back situation like? I don't even know if that's been figured out yet. For, was it Freeman? Right? I guess so, but I'm not super. I'm not satisfied with that only because he of injury issues. Oh, I agree. And also, when you look at when you look at teams at the beginning of the year, it's so hard, especially in in the NFL. It's difficult in the NBA at times, too, because the NBA does have injuries. But in the NFL, the way that teams are at the end of the year or even by the middle of the year, it looks way different than what they were oh. preseason yeah. with injuries and stuff of that nature. So Freeman, I would like to say, OK, we're just going to go with Freeman and feel strongly about that. I feel this is a league more and more that is deciding to do running back by committee. And I would like to see who that second person is going to yeah. be. It's key. It's key. When you saw, I don't, during the, our Super Bowl run, and this is very painful for me to bring up, even still to this day, it was 28 to three. And we lost that game. But I digress. I'm not going to <laughs> go down that road, but it is very sad. It's very sad. Um, So I forgot if it was Coleman or Freeman, but one of them got injured and did and went out towards the end of the game and the game changed. And mm-hmm. then Mag was trying to throw it all, sling it all over the place right. at that point. Um, I feel like we're just a better team when we have running back. Oh, even going back to Dunn and TJ Duckett. Yeah. I thought when we have running back by committee here, we do pretty well. And I think a lot of teams do when they have uh, somebody who can, a competent, running back that can spell for a premier running back. Yeah. You know, and I was hoping that maybe there'd be a, a sexy name that would be thrown out there that we could sign as being either the guy or the, the backup to the guy. But I don't think that's happened. And there hasn't been really many free agent moves that we've made that made me exactly jump up for joy here. I, I mean, we franchise Grady Jarrett. I mean, Okay. I mean, yeah, I mean, it's, 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 yeah. it's not exactly signing Antonio Brown, but like, I mean, you know, hey, that's a great franchise tag move. <laughs> Thanks Falcons. We're reworking Julio's <laughs> contract and okay, that's, that's cool. Yeah. But, um, it's more of the same. Yeah. 
It's more of the same. And I don't see how we've gotten any better. I guess we just got to see what the product ends up looking like on the field. I'm definitely with you with wanting Arizona to take Kyler Murray for no reason other than just wanting it to just, happen. Just want to see, see something fun. I mean, right. oh, it's like, oh, I think the Raiders are going to take Josh Allen. It's like, yeah, he's great at Kentucky, but I don't really want to watch, you know, him every Sunday. You know, Josh Allen was at the event that I was um, doing in in Augusta. Oh, yeah. And that's a big guy. Yeah, he's a big dude. It's a big guy, man. I'm telling you. It's no wonder you can throw that thing a country mile. I mean, when you're that big like that. Yeah. So, the rock. yeah, I mean, I just, I, I would think I just, just for excitement, I would love for them to 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 draft Kyle Murray just because it'd be fun to watch him play. Because if he's the number one draft pick, he's probably going to play. That is a great <laughs> point. The earlier you go, the more likely you are to play. Yeah. Okay. So anything else you're hoping to see in the draft? We're going to wrap it up here. See anything else you're hoping to see? Uh, the Falcons. I want to see, like you said, on the running back side. Where are we picking? I don't, I don't even know where we're picking. That's um, how unengaged I am. I have I zero clue what our pick is. 12 or 13 i'm not top half yeah we're in the top half because we've got a decent pick we keep i keep seeing the really ready to pick the guy from houston or we're going to pick one of the clemson studs so Mm, okay and they're both d lines and they both have i mean if you watch if you watch the youtube clips on them they're both pretty pretty stud they're both studs so i mean we got the 14th pick in the first round okay i knew that so hmm the 14th pick, and I think we got one, two, three, four, five, six, seven picks overall. And they do have us taking a D linesman, it looks like. But we need. is Which is the latest mock draft has us taken. It's either the guy from Houston or the guy from Clemson. I've seen I've seen two mock drafts. We're either taking. Okay, so they're both on here. I have a D tackle and a D end. Um, Ed Oliver, mm-hmm. D tackle from Houston. That, and they've been the mock drafts have been changed, and um, from Clemson, Clellan Farrell, a defensive end from Clemson, and the latest mock. But you know, they a lot of people, different people do mock drafts. So I don't yeah, just go yeah, based on I've one seen, person because this is another DN uh, from Florida State. Brian Burns is the latest, but what the theme does seem to be defensive line, though. Looking at it. Yeah, it's all, I mean, other than Murray, it's like DD line, D line, D line until the Giants pick. And the Giants pick is. What, I, I what still, pick is that? Are they, they, are they picking number, like ahead number, of us? No, what no, yeah, you? they're number 10. Okay. Yeah. So they're, they're, is Haskins their guy? Yeah, Haskins, I, keep, I keep seeing Haskins. So, so you, you feel like that's going to be the guy? I think so. I mean, I don't, why? Why not? Why not? <laughs> You got to get rid of Eli at some point. <laughs> Pass is going to be sitting down for about a good three years waiting for Eli to get out of here. You know, whose, th- whose numbers in Eli's defense weren't absolutely horrible. As, as much as Eli, people look at him and say he's not an NFL quarterback. When you look at his numbers, yeah, I, it's hard pressed to feel like me or you or anybody could just wake up and go get numbers like that. Yeah. You know, that yeah, is yeah. definitely, he's playing in the NFL and he did still have decent numbers to the point right. where he didn't look, um, like he belonged on the, like he couldn't make the varsity team at your local high school yeah, situation. Yeah. But uh, the, the writing is on the wall there. And I feel like that maybe they do address that this year. And even if they're going to put him, park him behind Eli, the same way they did Eli with uh, Kurt Warner back in the day, it would be the same type of situation. Hey man, they got rid of OG, o, um, Odell Beckham. So uh, if I was Hakeem Nicks, I would rather sit behind uh, Eli, let him get killed. 
And you mean Haskins? Oh, Haskins. Sorry, mm, Hakeem Nicks. Wow, well, that was a very specific I, I person. Where, right there. Went, that went far yeah. back there. Uh, yeah, no. If I was him, I'd be like, no, dude, I don't want to go get you know eight man line coming at me. You go take that eight man line, Eli. See what Maybe you can do. Maybe you have a Mahomes situation, man. He sits behind Eli for a year. Yeah, comes back the next year, and it just lights out. Yeah, and then you know Eli gets his his send off because I can't see him playing for another another team there. All right, this is Reginald ATL coming to you from Atlanta via iTunes to Try Heart Radio, Google Play, Spotify. We'll see you next time.